Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode. I hope you're all doing well. I hope your week's going good. I'm excited for this episode. Today is going to be all about social media. Yes, we are going to be talking about the good, the bad, and all of the above about our lovely social media that exists in society. And I'm a bit, I would say I'm pretty familiar with social media. I have been using it for a very long time. So today I'm just going to talk a bit about my background with social media and sort of how I feel about it now. But first I want to talk about why I am inspired to record this episode. So I have wanted to do an episode about social media for a while, but I was going to do it in a couple weeks, but I decided to do it today because I I made a TikTok the other day. It was supposed to be a harmless joke about how my students will freestyle rap during class instead of doing like work that was from two weeks ago. It was a, it was a joke about that, right? And this video got a lot more views than I usually get. So I came home from work one day and I was like, check my TikTok. I was like, oh, like I just got a lot of notifications. Like did my TikTok pop off or whatever? And I read the comments and they were all super, super negative. People were saying that my TikTok was racially motivated and that I am, like, my class is boring, that's why they're freestyling instead of doing their work. So I obviously disagree and that was not my intention because I would say I'm a pretty chill teacher when it comes to it and I don't you know, I don't care. I want my students to be creative and free and rap during class if they want to, but I also have to maintain a structure where they're actually learning in addition to being able to be creative, you know? So I have to also teach material and I have a curriculum and standards I have to uphold. And of course, you know, I'm pretty anti-establishment, so I want my students to feel free to act however they want to act, you know? But a lot of people, I think, that were commenting on my TikTok maybe misinterpreted it, and maybe it was on me for posting this. I ended up deleting it because I just didn't want to I don't know. I Maybe it was I should not have posted it. I don't know. But I just deleted it. And I didn't even say anything about who was freestyling during class. And the people that were commenting obviously know nothing about the students that I teach or my class itself. So I was pretty upset that that happened. It made me think about just the toxicity and I don't know the nature of social media that allows things to be taken out of context and perceived by every single person who 
sees your post or your story or whatever it is, every person who sees it has their own interpretation of it. And that can be good or bad. And that is a little bit scary, especially when something is seen by a lot of people. I find that to be jarring. I'm just gonna go back to posting my regularly scheduled thirst traps on TikTok that get three likes. And that'll be enough for me, you know? I'm not trying to get big on TikTok. I mean, if I did, that would be fun, but like, that's not the goal here, you know? So that's just why I was inspired to record this specific episode today. So I'm going to talk a bit about how I got into social media, my background with it, and all of that. When I was in middle school, like 6th, 7th grade, um, Facebook was really popular and this was like 2010-2011 and Facebook was pretty much the only social media. This was kind of post MySpace, pre-Instagram. Um, Twitter was kind of a thing but I think that Facebook was definitely more popular and like everybody had Facebook at the time. You have to be technically 13 to join Facebook and my mother was very insistent on that. She made my older sisters wait till they were 13 to get a Facebook. She made me wait. When Once we turned 13, on our 13th birthday, we got to make a Facebook and that was like the big thing. And I remember literally counting down the days in like my diary until I could get a Facebook. I don't know why I wanted one so bad, but I just felt like I was missing out because everybody at school had a Facebook. Everybody in my family had a Facebook. It just felt weird being like the only kid who didn't have one because I'm sort of young for my grade. My birthday's at the very end of the school year. Well, everybody else had a Facebook and was talking about, oh, did you see this post? Did you like this post? I was out of the loop for that. Of course, because I was a child, I found my way around that. I think <laughs> I made at least, I definitely made a few fake profiles before I turned 13 in secret. Um, I would wait until my family went to bed. I had this really old, like, generic laptop. And I would use that. I would wait. I would wait till everyone went to bed and I would close my door. And then I would go on Facebook for like a couple hours. I made fake profiles, but I would like add everybody I knew still so I could see all the tea that was going on. I would just like be a fake person or like I would be a page or something rather than myself. And nobody ever knew. I honestly don't even think I told my best friends. Maybe I did, but I think I kept it really low profile because my sister went to school with me and I know that if she had found out she would definitely tell my mom and then I would get in trouble and so on, blah blah blah. But I was super super interested in Facebook and I also my mom doesn't really know anything about Twitter but I just knew that we weren't allowed to have it. 
but I did make a Twitter in probably around the same time, like late 2010, early 2011. I had a fake Twitter, but nobody I really knew or went to school with had Twitter, so I would just follow like famous people or like, um, like comedy accounts. I don't know. I was super confused by Twitter, but I knew that Facebook was where all the juicy stuff was, so that was really what I was sort of obsessed with, honestly. And when I finally turned 13, I stayed up till midnight the day I turned, or like the day before my 13th birthday, so I could make one as soon as the clock struck midnight. Yeah, my mom and sister stayed up with me too so they could help me kind of figure out how to do it because my whole family knew that I was looking forward to making a Facebook and I made one and I was so happy because I made it on my birthday so everybody was wishing me a happy birthday on my wall and all that stuff and I just felt like I was the baddest bitch you know I just I just felt like the shit. It was fun. And I definitely was a little addicted to it, or a lot addicted to it, but I was also 13 and we didn't have smartphones at the time really. So I think I'm actually glad that we didn't because if I had had access to Facebook on a phone. I think it would have been way worse for me. I definitely got into drama on Facebook with like commenting on posts. If like something happened at school, like I had a falling out or an argument with a friend, I would post like really cryptic subliminal um, subliminal posts on Facebook and like they knew that I was talking about them. Um, just like kind of stuff for attention. And I would like people's like for truth is or like for a rate, all that stuff. And if I had a crush on a boy, I would like his like for rate and then he would rate me like a 6 out of 10 and then I would be really sad. Stuff like that. So from 13, I pretty much had like a toxic experience with social media, I guess. And... I want to say it was maybe end of 8th grade or freshman year of high school. That's when Instagram started to pop off. So I finally got a smartphone, like some random Android, I think when I was a freshman in high school. I downloaded um, Instagram on it. I immediately became super into that. I posted pictures like once a day at least. Took pictures of everything, wanted it to be super artsy, wanted people to think I was cool and pretty and stuff so I would take pictures of the randomest things and heavily edit it so it, it looked what I thought was artsy. And then I would get like two likes. I think Instagram replaced Facebook as my most used social media once I got into high school because it was more fun to just see people's photos and you could see photos of famous people or like 
people that were only famous on Instagram because they were attractive. I followed a lot of people like that. A lot of people, I guess this was before influencers, I guess, were really a thing, but kind of at the start of that era, it would be like a really pretty girl that got lots of likes and I would follow her or maybe not even follow her. I would stalk her photos because I wanted to look like her and I wanted my pictures to be like her and I would feel insecure about myself. Meanwhile, I was like 14 looking at like an 18 year old girl's stuff, which was definitely probably not the best for my um, mental health growing up for my development but I was very I was super into Instagram I remember I was pretty obsessed with having like a followers to following ratio I I didn't want to be following more people than followers I had which is so stupid and literally meaningless but I remember thinking that it would be cringe if I had if I was following more people than I had followers so I tried really hard to like grow my Instagram I would use hashtags all the time but I didn't want people to know that I was trying to grow it so I would like write hashtags and then delete them after it got more likes oh my god I remember I just remember that I used to use I guess it was an app or a website where you could see all of the people who unfollowed you and I would stalk that thing and honestly that was like pretty interesting and if I saw that somebody unfollowed me and I was still following them I would go unfollow them. I also used to use an app where it would like give you fake likes so like a bunch of bot accounts would go like your posts on Instagram and then it would look like you had more likes because of these random bots and I don't think you had to pay for it I think you got like a free trial and then you had to pay for it but I definitely didn't have money to pay for it and my mom would not have let me buy that but I found my ways and that, that's honestly so embarrassing that I used to do that but this was literally like eight years ago so I don't care I can I feel comfortable sharing that because I'm 23 and I'm not the same person I was at 14 or 15. I really wanted to be I guess I really wanted to be perceived in a cool way I wanted people to think I was cool and interesting and artsy and all of that stuff through my Instagram so this I think also when I was first starting high school that's also when snapchat became popular too I have had snapchat for so long and I still use it I know people say that snapchat's like um kind of cringe now and you shouldn't use it if you're like not a teenager but I don't know I I think it's funny now I just I think it's funny and it's like kind of stupid but and harmless if you let it be it can definitely be toxic but I feel like the way I use it is harmless and just like maybe ironic but when I was younger when I first got it of course it wasn't I would get really upset if 
somebody left me on open. Um, I would try to make myself look pretty to Snapchat like my crush back. I would only send like a photo of half of my face because I was trying I don't know what I was trying to do but I would take a picture of like and cut off one half side of my face because I thought that made me look prettier or something. I was also addicted to Snapchat too. So that's more of like a direct social media obviously that's this was before um, stories came out and all of that stuff but Snapchat had a big grip on me for sure. I definitely also had Twitter but I used it kind of sporadically and Twitter was actually <laughs> causing big issues in my family because my sisters and I would subtweet each other and then like reply to the other one's tweet and get into like these nasty fights on like our public Twitters where everybody could see it. Yeah, this is kind of like actually it was a little bit messed up, but I had them both blocked on Twitter for a while. Three or four different Twitter accounts throughout my life. Um, th that one I had in high school, super toxic for my family. I don't know, do you guys remember Ask FM? It was like that website where people could send you anonymous messages or questions or whatever. I remember that was super popular when I was also on Twitter and people would like link their AskFM accounts to their Twitters and you could post, I mean, you could see like the um, replies that people said to anonymous comments they got and I got bullied so hard on that. And I think I know who it was. Like, I'm pretty sure I know. There, I think there was two people who did it, and I'm pretty sure I know who it was. One of them was my sister. Um, I'm not going to say who the other one was, but I'm pretty sure I know. Because they said stuff that I hadn't, like, told anybody else. So, obviously, I, like, remember what I told people. Not me still being upset about that. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's fine. But whatever. I feel like at that era of time, I think that was like 2014, 2013, 2014. Yeah, Twitter was toxic at that time too. On Instagram, I was just kind of like vibing, I guess. Maybe that was not good for, um, Instagram was not good because I would be comparing myself to other people. But Twitter, I would just get into like fights with people. Um, Facebook, I feel like I was kind of losing interest a little bit. I would still post kind of, but I remember getting super into seeing who would say happy birthday to me. I would remember if someone didn't say happy birthday to me, then I wouldn't say it to them. Stuff like that. Which again is very stupid and superficial, but it's what I did. That's what I did. So I think all of those apps were pretty um, bad for me in high school. Then I got Vine and Vine was stellar. I loved, I would just make like stupid videos of myself like doing dumb things and trying to be funny. And I would watch like videos that would make me crack up. I love Vine. I was 
I was a big Vine girly. So sad that they got rid of it. Vine was probably like my least toxic social media because not many of my friends had it. I wish I could find them, but I would make like really dumb videos of me like either with my hair done all wacky or like just of me dancing in my room and stuff like that. Kind of funny, but yeah, it was a good time. Vine, Vine was good. Vine was fun. Non-toxic social media, in my opinion. Um, then Vine got deleted. So this is now we're nearing end of my high school career. So think like 2015, 2016. I wasn't, I guess I wasn't as into Facebook still. Definitely was still addicted to Instagram. Late 2016, I was graduating high school. That's when it, um, Finstas became a thing, but we would call them like spam accounts before we coined the term Finsta. But I made a Finsta. That opened up a whole new world of Instagram for me because I could finally like say shit and not feel like I'm being judged for it or not try to be perceived in a certain way like I did on my main Instagram account. So that also I think fed my Instagram addiction because now I could be real on it. Now it was just like only people I trusted or my best friends followed me on the Finsta. So I could post multiple times a day like ugly ass pictures of myself and not really give a shit. You would only follow like your friends Finstas too. So you would all it would just be like this kind of community thing which is which was kind of nice honestly it was like a community and I kept that um, when I first got into college only the people that I like trusted could follow my finsta and there was like a whole team of people that just kind of like supported each other and were like yeah like this sucks like I'm sorry that's happening to you all that stuff oh my god I just realized this whole time I haven't mentioned the most impactful social media of all time, Tumblr. How did I forget to talk about Tumblr? It's probably because I don't use it anymore, but Tumblr had a grip on me in high school. Oh my lord. I got it probably when I was a freshman or sophomore, probably a freshman in high school, and I used it like religiously throughout high school. I was obsessed with like the whole aesthetic thing I really wanted to look like I don't know the girls that would post pictures of themselves or like a quote unquote tumblr girl whatever that meant but it was it was a thing it was like tumblr was big tumblr was a big part of my life every single night I would stay up and put my little Christmas twinkle lights on in my room. Just stay up scrolling on Tumblr for hours. I tried to make my blog soft grunge look cool. I wanted to get Tumblr famous. I tried to take pictures of myself that looked like pictures that other people posted but <laughs> very cringy. And Tumblr is also how I kind of settled into my gayness. I was very con I was still confused in high school but seeing a lot of other queer girls on Tumblr made me feel better and there were like so many pretty
pretty girls that would like post pictures of them kissing their girlfriends and their outfits and stuff and it just made me want to be a part of that community that I was like inevitably going to be a part of anyway but it made me feel a bit better about it and you can listen to my episode on coming out for more information on that but yeah Tumblr also helped me with that but there was of course the dark side to Tumblr where of course I was addicted to it yes but there was also this big like uh, and trigger warning here but there was a big glorification of self-harm and eating disorders on Tumblr and if you were on that website from probably like 2013 to 2016 you know what I'm talking about girls posting pictures of themselves like stick thin malnourished in other people hyping them up in the comments and people would post pictures of their self-harm scars which is horrible obviously but it was really kind of romanticized on tumblr that was kind of the narrative that tumblr created which was very bad and also there was a shit ton of porn on tumblr at the time too which is fine like there's nothing wrong with that of course kind of um, aggressive porn was probably not good and I know there were people younger than me on there too that definitely saw that stuff so that probably should have been moderated better I know nowadays I don't use tumblr now but I have like heard that now there's no more like sex stuff on tumblr which you know I feel like within reason it can be fine, but yeah, I guess I definitely did see some weird, weird, weird shit. I was also probably one of the only people in my high school friend group that was into Tumblr. So I didn't really have anyone to talk about it with, whereas like everybody was on Instagram and Facebook. So those were really popular, but at least in the people I talked to, Tumblr wasn't like super popular with them. So it was kind of my little secret thing. Once I graduated high school, I kind of fell off with Tumblr. I don't really know why. I just kind of like lost a bit of interest in it. I remember trying to trying to go on it my first couple weeks in college and I was like, I don't know why. This is just like not interesting me right now. And then I really never went on again after that so summer after I graduated high school was really like the last time that I used it consistently sometimes I still like to go back and look at my blog and just see the kind of things I was posting some of it's kind of cute some of it's like aw like I've grown a lot which is nice some of it's cringy of course so that was that's kind of my tumblr story um, once I got to college, I still was big into Instagram and Twitter. Used those a lot. I was pretty honestly good with my management of social media in my time. Like, I was so busy during college that I honestly didn't have much time to use social media. At one point, I even would delete. Instagram during the week and only 
download it for the weekends and I would only let myself use it on Saturdays and Sundays which maybe I should start doing that again because honestly that was more than enough time for me to catch up on stuff if anything I like missed that I wanted to see I could just catch up on it on the weekends and it made me focus better during the week so maybe I should start doing that again I feel like the addiction is too strong right now and I can admit that I can admit that I don't even like Instagram I really am just addicted to TikTok, but we'll get into TikTok a bit more later. I think when I was about a junior in college, I made, or maybe a sophomore, I made a completely new Twitter. Like I started totally from scratch. My old one still exists, unfortunately, but I made a new one and I only followed people in college, so I don't follow anybody that I went to high school with, really. Or any like family anything like that it's only like people from college or people I meet or people I've met after and my Twitter is great I love I love Twitter now and I'm not really super addicted to it I only go on it every well I mean I use it like every day but I'm not super super addicted to it like I am to TikTok and I think I'm funny on Twitter. I think my Twitter goes hard. Of course I'm biased because it's me. But I'm just- I feel like I'm pretty unhinged on Twitter. I'll say whatever the fuck I want to. Sometimes I'm joking, sometimes I'm not. The world may never know which it is. I love just like tweeting my random ass thoughts. I, I would say Twitter has kind of filled the- Vo or not the void. Twitter has kind of filled the place that Finsta once had in my life where I could just be unhinged and say whatever. Now I almost feel like Finsta is too fake. I mean it's fake Instagram but I feel like I have to- I can't really be unhinged anymore because eventually with Finsta I feel like you start letting too many people follow you or maybe you like don't talk to certain people anymore but they still follow you from like way before so it's a little weird when you're like posting your everyday issues or your inner thoughts to these people who maybe knew you five years ago but don't really know you now and I even made a second finsta so I have two one that's like way more deep that literally only like eight people follow and then my first finsta that I've had for years but on my second finsta yeah I definitely post more I guess I post more personal things on there than I do on Twitter I don't really post personal things on Twitter I just post like funny things or like weird thoughts I have so I use my super secret finsta to complain and talk about intrusive thoughts that are kind of sad that I like that because that's genuinely just eight to ten people that I actually trust and don't think would be rats whereas I mean I am saying this I'm I don't mean like anybody on my other finsta would be a rat but it's just like a different community you know what I mean and I don't post much on that the first finsta I have and if I do it's mostly like stories or sometimes I'll post like spicy pics of myself 
if I'm looking for attention. But I do that on every social media I have, so... Well, not Facebook, because, you know, I've got, like, grandma following me on Facebook. Or grandma um, is my friend on Facebook and stuff like that. So I wouldn't do that. So second Finsta is where, like, the deep stuff happens. And Twitter is where I am pretty unhinged. And do I try to be funny? Kind of. But it's things that I genuinely find funny. So every tweet I tweet I think is like gold and sometimes I'll get like zero likes but in my brain I'm like this is this is genius material all right now let's talk about the beast that is TikTok so I got TikTok um I want to say it was like the end of 2020 so maybe like November or December of 2020 so I had already graduated college at this point already been in a job, already many months into the pandemic, and I was just like, I'm really gonna get TikTok because I like watching TikTok compilations on YouTube and I like watching like TikToks that people repost on Instagram or Twitter, so I might as well just get it because I want the For You page, I want like things that actually will apply to me. So I got it, immediately became super into it because it is literally the most addicting app ever and I spend way too much time on it just mindlessly like when I'm eating a meal I'm scrolling TikTok when I'm on break at work I'm scrolling TikTok when I'm on the toilet I'm scrolling TikTok now that I'm saying this out loud it sounds really fucking sad when I'm laying in bed like trying to go to sleep Right before I fall asleep, I'm scrolling on TikTok. It is a problem, and I know that, and I know that it's so bad. But the app is just so good sometimes, but it's also so bad, and I know that. I feel like the side of TikTok that I'm on is honestly not horrible for like mental health. I don't really get stuff like I would have on Tumblr years ago. And I know some people have like super kind of toxic for you pages, but mine is most meme videos, I guess. Like I'll sometimes get Vine compilations. I get those a lot on TikTok. I get a lot of the the cosmic brownie with the trap beat behind it. I think that shit is so funny. But I also get a lot of travel inspo videos, sunrises with the pretty music in the background, and I like that stuff. I like that a lot. And of course I'm on like big lesbian TikTok for sure, which I love. And I love that there's kind of a niche for everybody on TikTok. I don't like, however, that the people who comment on TikToks, and I'm not even just talking about my one experience with this, that made me upset and like I'm still kind of upset because it, well it just happened yesterday. But so obviously I'm still like in the aftermath of that. But just in general, people can be so mean in TikTok comments. If somebody looks a certain way or if somebody is lip syncing to a song and they like mess it up but they post it anyway, they'll get hate for it in the comments and stuff like that. And just people will be really unhinged but in a bad way in TikTok comments. And 
even if somebody has their comments turned off, people will go comment on another one of this person's videos and harass them in those ways. So that's a bad part about TikTok in addition to the fact that I literally just can't get off of it because it's these short little videos that just scratch that itch in my brain and I don't even sometimes want to be on it. It's literally the last thing I want to do sometimes but I have to because I just have to scroll and like watch these little people in my phone do things and I have gotten like a lot of inspiration from TikTok in terms of outfits and music. I get a lot of cool music and I found a lot of artists through TikTok which I think is awesome that these artists are able to like grow their platforms and share their music through an app. I found music that I'm literally obsessed with now that I found through TikTok as I'm sure a lot of people have too. But I do think that I need to do something like I used to do when I would delete Instagram during the week. I need to do something like that with TikTok because I just spend way too much time on it. Like I think if I were to only use it on the weekends and just like not go on it during the week, that would, I feel like that would really improve my life. Maybe I'll try that. Maybe I'll just freaking try that because today's Sunday. What if tomorrow I just like stopped using it and then Friday afternoon I went on again? That would be fine. I wouldn't be missing out on anything. The videos would still be there. You know what I mean? My For You page would still be funny. I'd still- I don't know. I, I should try that. Maybe I should. Do I, do I have the willpower for that? I don't know. Because I also did the deleting Instagram during the week thing before Miss Coronavirus and now I feel like I don't- I don't really have the motivation to be alone with my thoughts and TikTok is just a nice distraction from my thoughts. Like I don't have to think about anything besides these little videos that I'm watching. I should not also let it consume me like it often does. And that's kind of where I'm at now. I would say the two social medias I use the most are TikTok and Twitter. I rarely ever go on Facebook and Instagram I get bored of after like two seconds because it's way more fun watching someone's videos than just seeing a little post on Instagram. Oh and Snapchat I use just to like send weird photos to my friends you know. So now I'm going to rank the social medias in terms of most toxic to least toxic in my opinion. And in no particular order right now, the ones I'm going to rate are Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Am I missing one? I'm not going to do Tumblr because I don't feel like many people use that currently. I think, yeah, so those five. So, most toxic, TikTok, for sure. I mean, I've already talked about the way it's so addicting and all that stuff and I feel like you can also fall into rabbit holes on TikTok. Second place, Instagram. I feel like Instagram is like breeding grounds for comparing yourself to all these influencers and people with like 
the perfect body that have millions of followers and seeing your friends and stuff that you follow that maybe have a different life path than you do but you're comparing yourself to them this is just from my experience but that's what I think about Instagram which is also why I try to avoid it um third place Facebook because I feel like lots of well I might I might even put Facebook above Instagram I don't know but I think Facebook we'll leave it in third place for now because Facebook is full of misinformation I mean of course all the internet is but every time I go on Facebook I see like some weird infographic with some super fake information and then it'll be like linked to this article that's literally looks like I wrote it in like sixth grade and there's also a lot of I feel like it's more popular with older generations uh, like if you love your grandparents share if you like love I mean ignore if you love the devil really weird um, kind of traps like that Facebook is full of that kind of stuff and I also every time I post on Facebook I know I'm putting on a show like I'm posting my highlights of course all social media is like a highlight reel but on Facebook it's like all right my grandparents are gonna see this my aunts in other states are gonna see this uh, that one person that I met eight years ago at summer camp is gonna see this so it's not like I can really be myself on Facebook not that I want to because I hate it I think it's stupid and the only reason I haven't deleted it yet is because I use messenger to talk to like a few group chats and sometimes I like to just post my life updates on there if I ever get a new job and stuff because I love the positive attention I get from adults and I just kind of like to flex you know what I mean it's fun to do that and I feel like that's how people kind of keep up with me if they don't really talk to me on a regular basis it's just like by my life updates or whatever on there which honestly no one probably gives a shit but in my brain they do so yeah um number four is snapchat and i only put snapchat there because of the stupid ass discover page on um snapchat that's full of like these super weird tabloidy kind of I'm just I open mine now that's why I just like spaced out for a second but there's a bunch of like tabloid stuff that kind of freaks me out and a bunch of misleading things too this one just says it has a picture of Demi Lovato with a the heartbreak emoji and it says Demi Lovato won't stop and that's the headline like what does that mean and then you click on it and you have to I don't ever click on any of these by the way but if I ever did like you click on it and then you have to scroll through five different ads just to like read something here's another one Chris posted then deleted this unedited pic of Kim and it's just like a photo of Kim Kardashian who cares Here's another one. Ariana didn't hold back in her tweet about Jeanette. It's all this like 
clickbait stuff about mostly celebrities and I just find it creepy. I find it very, very strange. People are into that stuff, that could be toxic. Also sometimes the stories, I feel like- no, no, no. Not the stories. The snap maps. The snap maps is what's toxic. Let's be real here. We all have peeped out whoever on Snapchat kind of found stuff out, right? By stalking snap maps. And I've definitely found out some tea. Oh, she's at his house. Okay. I don't really do that anymore. And I also limited it now so that only like four people can see my location, but I used to have it so everybody can. But there are definitely people whose locations I can see. Not anymore. Maybe two-ish years ago where I would be super interested and be like, oh, hmm. And you would just find stuff that would like get you mad. So that's Snapchat. Uh, number five least toxic is Twitter. Now this is my opinion. Some people think that Twitter is the most toxic, but if you really only follow funny accounts and like your friends, it is the best thing ever. I don't even I don't even look at any political stuff on Twitter. And I'm super into I wouldn't say I'm into politics, but I'm into like anti-politics, so I follow it a lot because I it gets me mad and I like to know enough about things to be able to like actually criticize them. But not on Twitter. No, no, no. On Twitter it is just vibes and I've got like 80 followers and which is not a lot for that I don't need any more you know what I mean would I like my tweets to blow up because I think they're comedy gold of course but actually maybe not really because then I would get haters in the replies and I really just want to vibe and to say unhinged things. So I never have any issues with Twitter. Yeah, it's just the funniest social media in my opinion and it's been around forever. Twitter holds up strong. You can find some really funny things on there. Funnier than TikTok. Changed my mind. So that's my ranking of social medias. Let me know if you disagree. Let me know what your ranking there is. Obviously social media is fake and obviously it's just highlight reels of people's lives, like things they choose and selectively pick out to put out on the internet. But things can be taken so out of context, so take everything with multiple grains of salt. I'm more saying this to myself, you know, nobody's life is perfect even if it looks that way on social media. Everybody knows that. Like everybody knows social media is fake and everybody knows social media is toxic and addicting, yet we're still all on it all the time. Yeah, I don't really have a good solution I guess, but this was fun. Yeah, it was fun to talk about social media. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you in the next one. Goodbye.